Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Time for our weekly farming slot. Uh, glad to be joined, as always, by Katrina Morrissey, uh, editor of the Farmer's Journal. Katrina, good morning to you. Good morning, friend. Great to talk to you. Can we start with that surprise, I suppose, which is the scrapping of the coal scheme? Um, what, what, what happened there? So this, um, Fran, if you remember, was a very controversial recommendation yeah. of the Food Vision reports prior to Christmas and then subsequently moved into the Climate Action Plan for 2013. The proposal was that um, the Department of Agriculture would provide two schemes one was a scheme of incentives to encourage suckler farmers to cut back on the number of suckler cows they had. They could then move into other things like forestry. They could take in sheep, but they wouldn't be allowed to have breeding cattle on the farm. Mm. Uh, sorry, they would be able to replace those animals with other breeding cattle. The other one was a um, an exit scheme. So it would be where a farmer would sign up to get rid of all of his or her um, suckler cows. So there was a, I suppose, a vociferous reaction from the farm organisations at the time that they didn't want anything to do with the scrappage scheme for sucklers. But then the, I suppose, the might, as it were, of the meat processors also came out against it. The Meat Industry Ireland pointed out that if this was the case, if sucklers were going to be cut back, some of their factories would close, it would have a huge spin-off effect on rural Ireland, jobs would be lost. And there would be an overall massive hit, multi-million euro hit to the economy. Um, the minister has said, he was at the IFA Climate Summit in Limerick on Tuesday. He said, I've listened to what you're saying. I've listened to farmers. I've listened to the meat processors. And those schemes are now off the table. So a oh. big, big move by the minister, I think. Because interestingly, Fran, we had actually surveyed suckler farmers yeah. um, in the Farmers' Journal. We surveyed 800 suckler and beef farmers and half of them told us that they would have been interested, depending on the incentives, they would have been interested in looking at those schemes. It's interesting. What will replace this? Nothing. I think what it does is it ramps up the pressure now on the other measures in the climate plan. So things like enhanced forestry, more cutting back of fertiliser, more um, moving into organic production. But Professor Tia Hennessy, who was chair of the Food Vision Group that came up with these recommendations, has said that it would be very, very challenging to meet the targets without right. these schemes. But, but he is looking at that dairy exit scheme, is he not? That's right. He has left the door open for a dairy exit scheme. Um, the minister on Tuesday said that there was more support, there was support within the dairy group that a cow reduction scheme should be examined further. So he's going to look at that. He's going to go back to that group and talk about what that might look like. But certainly for any suckler farmer who had been waiting for a decision you know, make their own individual decision and a decision by the minister as to what incentives would be on offer. It's gone now, so that option is is off the table in the minister's words. Why are people cross about that uh, quilt uh, uh, purchase of that property in in uh, North Tipperary? What what's behind that, uh, Catherine? So this is, uh, I suppose, a joint venture between Quilter and the UK-based investment um, fund Gresham House. Mm. And what they're doing is they have said that they're going to buy 12,000 hectares of standing forest and land suitable for planting. Um, under this arrangement, the investment fund will be able to claim the establishment grants and the annual premiums that are available for forestry. It's a very attractive package. They're eligible for um, premiums for 15 years. 
Um, it's something that Creelcher was not able to claim. Creelcher, when they put in new forests, up until about 10 years ago, they were allowed to claim the premiums as well. Then the EU intervened and said, no, according to state aid rules, you can't pay Creelcher. Mm. So in effect, this joint venture gets around that state aid thing. But what it does, I suppose, and why people are so um, uh, angry about it in, uh, I would say nationally, but in particular in areas where this will be directly affecting them is, you know, you're competing potentially against an investment fund to buy land that is near you. Right, so it'll drag um, up the price of land, is that There is, is that a very, very real prospect that if yeah. the investment fund is bidding, they would have more power to bid higher. Right, but are they not buying land that there's forestry on, Katrina? In some cases, but in some cases it's fresh ground just ah, suitable okay. for planting. So, yeah, standing forests and uh, land suitable for planting. The Tipperary 1,100 acres um, just outside Newport, Castle Waller, um, was actually, that deal was done. The, the folio registration uh, took place just in the week before Christmas. So that is, in fact, the first purchase that we are aware of by this new joint venture. Declan O'Brien has, if I may say so, a really good analysis and mm. background to this story in the Farmer's Journal this week for anybody who's interested in it. Some good news about Irish agri-food experts. Or exports That's even, I beg your pardon. Yes. We have exports and experts. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, more good news, I suppose. The, the exports have gone to $16.7 billion. Um, things like dairy and beef obviously driving that. It's It has been a good news story for a number of years now. I suppose Ireland is, is top class at producing food for other people in the world to buy. Um, the board's beef figures, you know, we I think the last time that I wrote a front page about it was a couple of years ago and it was 13 billion. So another 4 billion on top of that, probably over mm. COVID times, I'd say that increase. Look, it's ultimately where the dairy powders, you know, the, the beef products go from farms in Tipperary, Cork, Waterford, Limerick. You know, this is where they go in a lot of cases. They go abroad and that is how much money they're worth. It's very interesting indeed. But the the input uh, price there as well, I mean, you know, there is a cost to farmers, I suppose. There is, of course. Yeah, yeah. and farmers are getting the, the raw, I suppose they're getting price for the raw product. Mm. This is where the value added board yeah. figures will, would, for example, include the likes of um, a very nice bottle of whiskey, you know, being sold in France. The farmer's grain price is a long way back from that bottle of whiskey in the same way as the the, um, the, the processed dairy and beef products. It's a long way from the price of cattle going into care. Absolutely. Finally, can I ask you about something that I'm sure a lot of farmers will be interested in uh, this week in the journal, Top uh, Tax Saving Tips, uh, Katrina. That's right. Uh, nobody likes to give money to revenue if they don't have to. <laughs> yes. um, and uh, I will point out that these are all <laughs> compliant tax tips. Yes. Um, they're easy to understand. We've we've gone with 23 tips for you in 2023. Um, I suppose it's an area that can be quite complicated. There are lots of clawbacks. There are lots of claims that people can make, um, both for the, the household, you know, such as medical expenses, and then for the farming business. So um, definitely, if you want to save a few quid, 
pick up the journal for those tips. If you do nothing else, only arm yourself with the information and then follow through on a handful of them, I'd say there will be money in your pocket. And that has to be a good thing. Katrina, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you and uh, bye-bye to you, Katrina. Bye-bye. That's uh, Katrina Morrissey there and uh, Katrina, of course, is editor of the Irish Farmers Journal and that is on your shelves right now. News is coming up. Tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.